While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hello and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind the scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I am Dre, one of the owners of Beauty Lab and co-host of this podcast. I'm joined by Heather. Heather. And uh, you know, Heather, you're really phoning it in. I'm I'm absolutely phoning it in today. You know, I usually give about 30%. Like you can count on me, hashtag give 30%. But today I'm giving 30% via phone, which is Probably, I probably sound a little bit like I'm t- talking in a cave or I don't know. How does it sound? I mean, yeah, I, it sounds like you're on the phone. It sounds like everyone's on FaceTime with you right now. Oh. So if you've ever well, wondered what, what it's like to FaceTime what with for Heather Gay. Listeners. <laughs> what I'm actually calling you overseas. Ooh. And I'm on a trip with a friend who is also, coincidentally, our podcast guest. Should we introduce him or should we just banter you and me back and forth for a minute longer? <laughs> Let's cut to the chase. I'm too excited. Okay. Well, my podcast mate is none other than the adventure mate. <laughs> yeah, the better half of the adventure mate. We, you know, not better half. They're equal. 4951. <laughs> <laughs> and if Jane Blade-Welch. That's me. Michael Shane, as I've Michael learned, Shane. since we were at the airport, everyone called him Michael, and I want to be like, that's not his real name. Yeah, I go by my, my middle, Shane. I always Shane. forget and that your name is bomb. Michael. My first name is Michael. Not too many people know that. So now whenever I want to, like, whenever he's, like, acting up or out of line, I just, like, start coming. He's like the Archangel Michael, which is the real name of... Lucifer, right? Or Jesus? Which one was Michael? Michael was Adam, right? Oh, there right. you go. There you go. There you go. And reminds me of Adam Levine. That's right. There we go. I'm not going to dance into an Adam Levine song, but like, we could, because we all were at the Adam Levine concert together. great concert, though. Good night. And nice. I would, it wasn't, it wasn't Adam Levine concert, but I feel like uh, James Valentine had a moment, right? At the Maroon 5 concert. Yes. At and family. Uh, Usana, not to be confused with Sandy Amphitheater, yeah. <laughs> and it was, I was there with the adventure mate, That's Shane, right. Michael Shane, Blade Welch, and Dre Rob 1111. You've never addressed that your ID has changed. Now would be the appropriate time. That's right. Everybody, big news. I changed my big ID news. to The very act. first time I thought, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the very first time I thought, I thought it was Dr. Rob. I was like, wait. Who's this? Yep. And I was like, it's great. So, medical I was, I was so used to your previous handle that changing handles is it's a, it's big, a big deal. It's a big deal. And I saw a post where someone had tagged both of us, and it was still Dre Nord. And I thought, we need to hire someone to go through all of our many mentions and and, re-change and, and DM the people and rechange that so that Dre Nord can, um, you know. Show up in that. all the pics tags. But Dre Rob eleven eleven tell the love world it. why you're eleven eleven, babe. Okay, so eleven eleven. My favorite number because she loves me so much. Oh wait, no, it is. is it is. There's eleven <laughs> is just such a great number. Reminds me of Heather. But also, my brother Tim's um, Instagram handle was uh, T Rob eleven eleven, and so uh, yeah. Or no, it was Timmer. Was it Timmer? Timmer, babe. It was Timmer. It was Timmer. I'm so I don't dumb. mean to. Timmer eleven eleven. Well, I was his number one fan. So what a way! What a great way to honor him. I know. Yeah, and 11's a power number and a lucky number. Yeah. 
Totally. It's going to be a lucky life. I know. And my mom's a numerologist. And so we need to have her on the podcast sometime. But my mom is a numerologist. And so numbers are important to me and my family. And 11 is a master number. And um, and that is Heather's life path number is 11. Thank you. Thank you. Can we... You in some applause. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to insert that. Um, <laughs> but yes. Woo, Plus, Dre Rob was taken. And so I was like, okay, I really wanted to keep, because I love Dre Nord. Like, it's just, I like mm-hmm. the two syllables, you know? So, but Dre Rob 1111 seemed fitting, you know, and a little, it you know, homage and to tell my brother. Tell why it's Rob. Uh, because my, my name is Andrea Robinson. And, you know, I got divorced this last year. And also, I just feel like women, we should not be changing our names. I just feel we so passionate about it. Names. I've been married twice. Yep. And so I've had all these last names. And ugh. so it's staying Robinson. It's a pain to change your name. Yes, it and is. And the continuity. And, it's, and then you feel like you're, you're always betraying someone. And like, and mostly you're just betraying yourself. And the fact that we have our father's name, too. So it's just like the whole system. It's corrupt. I think we should all be one namers. I think we should be pink. <laughs> if you're really, you know, Diddy. Diddy. One word name. Totes. And and go to more of a genderless, uh, possessionless naming convention. I know. And we should also have different pronouns in English. But that's, I don't want to go all the way back to the Germanic language. <laughs> I don't think we have time for that. Keep it current. Keep it current. <laughs> But a fun fact for our viewers who are interested in our pioneer ancestry, Dre is a Robinson. I am of the Robinson line. Whitney Wild Rose is also of the Robinson line. But we have determined that um, Dre and I are very, very, very different. It's related at all. Yeah. You're F. Murray Robinson, right? Um, yeah. I'm from the – I'm trying to remember. Because we're, we're, we both have a William – Robinson, right? William Robinson, yeah. Yeah, but I'm from William F, and you're from William H. Is that right? Um, I'm from William Edward. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm from William... Oh, William H might be the sire. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. but I think there is a common Robinson um, up there, you know, at the top yeah. with the Mormon pioneers. You guys are my husband, Ben. Is, he has Robinson on his side. <gasps> wow. Robinsons yeah. were a yeah. big a- uh, big Swedish family, and the, the C-strands, the Robinsons, the Chipman. We got it all. I know. And shout out to um, Ben, who is um, not joining us. He's and not, no. He's the we other adventure mate. The, the reason that Absolute Ray, best. yeah, the reason that our two adventure mates are not with us and we're on this one is because we've wanted a getaway for a yeah, while. Yeah. <laughs> you too. We had to sneak away, take a we break. We had to keep Ray and Ben around, and I'll tell you right now, <laughs> Jenny and I, we like to just let loose sometimes. We, we, like to just, we love to travel, too. Yeah, we also yeah. are selfish enough to load all of our responsibilities onto our perspective <laughs> And then leave. And go selfishly enjoy something by yourself. And then yourself. say, well, if you want a podcast, you'll have to call us. Phone us in. Hey, we're making it work. We're making it work. I'm just glad I that you guys it. are I having a great time. Definitely. I know. I, just seeing your guys' faces, I'm like, oh, I have so much FOMO. And I'm sure. Even you know though what? I look a little bit drunk and swollen. <laughs> Oh, Is that the angle or just my face? It's it's the angle. <laughs> it's the angle. It's the angle, babe. Oh, I'm, I'm holding it low. Sure, it is. Well, my Dyson didn't work, and I didn't bring a chilling iron. So these are first world okay. problems, right? Yes, first world problems in a third world country. Just so, kidding. We're not in a third world country. No, no, we're not going to reveal where we are. Where in the world is Heather and Benjamin? 
Washington. <laughs> we're, we're actually just in San Diego. I know, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Carmen. <laughs> well, so well, you guys... the world by Ginny's joining us today, Gracie. So, I mean, I kind of wanted you guys to maybe just tell how you became like the best of all friends. Like currently it's again, this is not a visual medium, but I wish people could see Heather's head is like just rested on Shane's shoulder. You're ob- obviously jet lagged and tired and like what a better person to be traveling with than Shane. How did uh, you guys become I'm in, friends? I'm in what we call the nook. I mean, if everyone <laughs> knows what the nook is, and I'm in the nook and the it's nook, perfect. Right. Yes. Um, well, we became friends in 2013 at a going away party for our mutual friend diana willardson who had been elected to go on season i don't know the number but it's it was sean season sean, sean Lowe's season sean, Lowe's sean and captain warm regards to them and their children yeah, and happy life <laughs> uh diana was a, a contestant mm-hmm. and she was my neighbor and friend i was her relief society president and she was a starting to be less active that Uh-oh. I had to keep my eye on. So I tried that last about three hours, and then she took me down the road of sin. But that's how Which that road led to me. Which- <laughs> road. So we were all gathering to wish her well at this bachelor-themed party where we had cupcakes with all the contestants. We did, remember? yeah. It was so fun. It was fun. They were styling her, getting her ready for what she's going to wear on the first yes. night. At a Practicing limo. her walk. Yeah. And I think while all that was happening, Heather and I were talking. Yeah, we were just instantly drawn to each other, instantly curious about each other's lives, and from that night on, I don't think we ever did not hang out in any form or capacity. It was like we were we were friends. friends. Yeah. Well, like I, what happened is we he introduced himself, and I think probably within I'm going to say the first minute, minute and a half, I was crying in their arms <laughs> about yeah. um, my went, personal trauma. It went deep real quick. <laughs> we went. Hi, I'm Heather. I'm traumatized. How about you? And I had just recently come out. Like, okay, there you so go. So this was a new, not within that year. So I had just moved from California up to Salt Lake. I was new, kind of a fish out of water. I didn't have many friends. I didn't know too many people. I knew Diana, which then led me to Heather. But I was kind of going through my own personal newness of being of out. Of identity. Today, yeah, right? and Mormonism. Yes. That, exactly. So, and I was a, I was the Relief Society president and a stalwart Mormon who, that was all I knew, but my husband had moved out and I was keeping it secret. Not, not, that sounds wrong. My husband had moved out and we didn't know what our future was, so I was creating a space for him to return home without anyone noticing. That's really what I was doing with yeah. my kids, with the ward, with the community, yeah. and that was, to, that was to salvage him because I could have become a victim and been like, ooh, but I didn't, and I immediately started hanging out with single uh, recently divorced or separated women. And the world of post-Mormon uh, divorce was, a, it was a debaucherous world that I had never seen or been introduced to. And it was overwhelming. And I was sitting there and they, Jane kind of just asked me like, well, are you going to be Mormon or not? You know, like everyone was wanting to like to choose, like, are you going to just be wild and crazy or mm-hmm. are you going to um, date and be celibate until you find a man that will take you to the temple and then you'll, move him into your house, have sex with him, and help have him help raise your children. And I thought, <laughs> I felt like the former sounded better than the, than the latter. Yeah. And so, and then I think you said to me, you don't have to choose. Yeah, you don't. Because you hadn't chosen, really. It's really not. It was just kind of like, at the time, I was like, oh, you know, this both can work. Not necessarily that I wanted to continue in church, but I was still like, 
you know, I may have a Harman's foodie card and not shop there, but I'll still hold on to that Harman's foodie card, right? Like, it's still... It's means, part of, it's it part of where you like something. to shop. It, yeah, still seems something important enough in my life that I'm going to keep in my wallet. Yeah. Just in case. I still believe, I still love all my friends, family, still Mormon. So we were kind of in that we're same, in that same bubble of, of, like, this could, this could work. I'm gay. I'm dating. I'm doing all the things anti that, but I still feel like it could work. I'm still a return missionary. Yeah, I still mission. grew up in Utah. I still, you know, my heart is rich when I hear a hymn, you know, like mm-hmm. there are everything I knew was related to my faith. And so like, you know, the music I like, the w- language I use, how I judge people, what I thought was cool or not cool. So I didn't know how to strip. I didn't want to leave all that behind. Plus I had these kids to consider, you know, yeah. like their world was already going to be in upheaval if the marriage didn't survive. And I also kind of wanted the marriage to survive. So I thought if I chose one path or the other, because everyone was kind of like, have your rum spring and get, get all your kicks out while you can and then go back to married life. And that was tempting to me too. But yeah. I just was, I didn't know what to do and I needed some friends and I needed friends that would say to me, you can be both. Yeah. And up until that point, and I love didn't you have- for being both. Not no yes. judgment, no yes. anything. Totally, like there are latitudes within you. Yeah. You can be everything. So in many, but I didn't have. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, in many ways, when you and Shane met, you guys kind of had a parallel story, right? I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, even though it's different, it sounds parallel, like you guys totally. could really relate to one another and and where you were both at in your lives at the time. Yep, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I felt kind of treading new water and I feel like you kind of felt like this is all new water new territory how do I stay afloat mm-hmm. and that's Absolutely. exactly where I was too I mean I had lived in Salt Lake for maybe months at the time so this is yeah. all new to me and I think a key part of both of our stories and that we both identified with and now that with hindsight we could say it and if you'd asked us then we wouldn't have been able to articulate it we were both out like I was getting divorced that was pretty inevitable Jane was mm-hmm. gay that was pretty inevitable hey, now. but <laughs> neither of us were had neither of us were had like pride in that yeah we were both hiding that is beautiful how you said we were both we were not like hiding it like in a shroud of secrecy it wasn't a prideful it wasn't a prideful thing it was just a sadness that we were accepting yeah and and working through which is crazy but that's how i think we both saw it that's powerful a grieving a grieving process for both of us well Mm -hmm. i have to say um i mean because shane i met you a few years ago um, through Heather, mm-hmm. obviously. And it has really been beautiful to watch your guys' friendship and also to see you both kind of grow and evolve. And I mean, that's what we're doing as human beings, right? Is like growing yeah. and evolving and becoming the best versions of ourselves. And it has been a pleasure and an honor to see that happen for both of you guys. Like it's just so, it's touching and I love it. I love your uh-huh. friendship. Thank you. We love you. Yeah, we love your I'm, friendship. I, yeah, I'm in awe of your you two as well. Yeah, there's and, pivotal people in my life, Dre, and you're one of them. And Jenny, and you're, I, you're, yeah. you're on, you're on just, the list. I still think back to the time, the very first time you and I met, Dre, and I just remember we had followed each other, I think, on Instagram. For yeah. a I kind of knew who you were, and I just remember catching eyes with you across the room where we were at, and your smile, and we just instantly gravitated toward each other real quick. I yeah. remember, like, it was a hustle. <laughs> and I was like, you are great. And I think we just embraced like it was a year of knowing who each other were. Totally. Finally meeting. And I just, I think Ben and I clinged on to you the rest of that night. I know. Yeah. Like, it was we're so like, fun. this is our people. This is 
she's amazing. It's she's it's amazing. Am- it's interesting how you just are drawn to certain people. And yeah. you, you like you kind of just find your people, and it is cool too because I remember that night too, like having a bonding moment with you and Ben because Ben went to high school with my brother Tim, and yes. it was shortly after Tim had died, and so like there was also that kind of full circle moment of like you're someone who has been so important in Heather's life, and I've heard about you, you know, for so long, and then to finally meet you, and then to have that extra layer of connection was just really special and cool, yeah. and you know, just it's. It's so wonderful to have people in your lives um, that, you know, just make you feel whole. Exactly. Exactly. I was going to say where your soul, without effort, kind of recognize each other. And especially at this time in our lives, like, I feel like that's the most important thing, right? Like, we've all been through things to where now it's just... We're becoming exactly who we were born to be. And it's not easy, Yeah, I just feel grateful that I have just great people in your life and you're just you hold on to that because that's what's important yeah that maybe wasn't important in 20s or you know later or earlier in life you know but now it's like all that matters like everything else can fall away and you just want to be with the people you love talking hopefully drinking (laughs) talking and sharing stories and and being together laughing and having fun but it is such a process and that's why it's so cool that you're on the podcast today because today was kind of a big year in your and you becoming who you're born to be. Yeah. This is this you want been to hear a, about it. This has just been a huge year for Ben and I. We uh fight this past year we decided to go down the path of starting a family, which never felt attainable to either of us. We didn't know which route we would go, you know, foster, surrogacy seemed so far fetched. We'd know we no no one that had done it. So we were a two gay a two former gay Mormon that, and born and raised in Utah. Yeah, we just didn't know which path to follow, so we kind of dabbled in foster, and it got kind of started with that, and then went into thinking, well, this could be, we could do surrogacy, so building a family really united us in kind of who we are, and who we are are gay men, so that is something to be celebrated, right? Absolutely. And so this was just a really big, prideful year for us that going through this process, being happy and finally content, I think, about being gay, yeah. which I thought I was already, but I, this kind of year slapped me in the face that I wasn't because I had these, these like, this was the very first year, this pride this past June, that Ben and I actually flew a pride flag in front of our home, and it felt so good, you guys. Aww. Like, I had never really resonated with that flag. I would see it, obviously, I I can even remember the very first time I saw it as a kid asking my dad in California what that flag meant and his kind of like, oh, that, that means bad. So I, <laughs> we were in San Clemente, California, and there was a rainbow flag, and I said, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, you said something bad you won't want to know. So that's that's the always, land of rainbow, right? You never want to go there. So it's just kind of crazy that that always gave you, but I don't know if that's why I never resonated with it, but I just never felt like it represented me. So I was like, oh, I don't need to showcase it. I don't need to wave it at a Pride event. I'm proud. You guys, I want to now wave that flag. I want you to wave that flag. And we did. We had, like, the Pride flag with the Black Lives Matter stripes, the um, transgender stripes, just all encompasses the the flag. And I am so, so proud of that thing now. And, like, I want to hang it on all. You know, we live in, especially our neighborhood, Ben and I, is... You know, primarily Mormon, Absolutely. and no, 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 right flags like that really yeah. exist. 
It's and a so- lot of pride flags and youth have been getting vandalized. And there's a, a lot. I mean, I could think of three or four of my social media friends that have a video camera and their pride flag on the daily is mm-hmm. taken down, thrown down, sometimes stolen, sometimes just tarnished, sometimes just left on the ground. And what's crazy is every morning I'd wake up for work, I almost expected it to be gone. Wow. wow. So it's kind of a weird, like I would walk, I would walk out and I would look over my shoulder and like, okay, it's still flying. And it was kind of, it felt good, but like, I, I hated that I even had to think that. Right. That shouldn't, you I know, mean, that someone would sneak on our property like, and take that, that doesn't affect anyone. That some people will see that flag and have a reaction mm-hmm. that's bad and they shouldn't fly it. Yeah. Or wrong or whatever they would think. Yeah. It just, yeah. So we flew it all Friday week and maybe a couple days before and after and every morning was a uh, was it still there? And there would be sometimes when I would leave for work, and Ben would be home because he was working from home at that time. And he's like, "Yeah, it's still there at lunch." Like it was crazy. We would check in about our flag. <laughs> wow! And so the flag was the first thing you did for Pride. Was there anything else this year that made it significant? We actually walked the march because they they instead of a parade, they did a march because of the COVID and stuff. Oh, so it kind of okay. started at the Capitol. We didn't actually start there, but we, we, we jumped in and we had our sister and her kids and we decked them out in pride. We went and got shirts for her kids Aww. and they loved it and we loved it. And it was, I just cried the whole time because Aww. we were in the process too of creating this family and you'd see, you know, gay families, gay families and it just felt so, I felt so connected to every single person there and literally all it is is love. Like, I cried the entire time. Oh, and I it was it. such an emotional time. And I have been to Pride for, what, 10 years now? Yeah. Different Prides around the country. Had fun. But it never felt like this. Just, like, in, just internalized pride in who you are, becoming yes. who you are, and feeling like wearing the rainbow shirt, yes, flying like, the flag, realizing that you have a place in this world, that you're allowed yes. to have a family, that you're allowed to feel this pride in who you are. And, To be be holding hands with the man of my dreams, starting a family, it just was just so emotional. And it really, like, I know what pride is now. I know the meaning of pride. And there's not going to be a year that will go by that we don't fly a pride flag. We don't wear a shirt with something. I want a pin all the time. Like, it's crazy how I did a 180. Like, that, that, that flag doesn't represent me. And now I am proud that that flag represents me. Absolutely. And I would see Dre wearing the ally pin on even yes. after the weekend of Pride. And every time it had an effect on me, and I thought, I need to wear a pin more because it's a silent, like, salute. It you is. Know? I am here for you. And I literally cannot, I, I remember being of the thought and hearing a lot in our community that doesn't have hate in their heart, but like, I'm fine with the gays, but do they have to shout it from the, why do they have to have a parade? Yeah. Why do they have to right. have flags? Why do they have to be so loud? And you In know why? Place. Because it is so hard to become who you're going to be, especially when it's different from what you were steeped in, mm-hmm. that it almost has to have that equal celebration yeah. in order to overcome the, you know, if there's a divorce a single mom parade. I would want. I would want. <laughs> I. I still can't say ex-husband. I'm divorced. I'm barely getting there. Or like my children's fathers. But like I would love for my daughters to be able to walk in a parade where our family is broken and we're we're great, you know, and yeah. we're and we're winning. And that's why I think the pride parade is so important. So this 
for you. Like I will walk in it every year. No. Yeah. Well, we didn't walk. You know, we go we to did. the end. We, we did it. We did it. We did it. That's year. good. And it was That's so good. much fun. Pride was so much yeah. fun this year. Don't you think? It and was. I, I guess like it's interesting because I, I've i never been to Pride before. Well, I guess two years ago, Heather, do you remember we did the drive through Pride? Yeah. yeah during COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah right. it was during and COVID. And came with me. We had rainbow flaps. You guys just decked out your car and drove. Yeah. 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 And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but like this was my first actual Pride, you know. And, you know, Elsha had recently come out. And so, like, it was a, it was tender for me, too. And yeah. I what I wanted to ask you, because I feel like, Heather, you're so good at, like, just being so open and, like, so loving. And everybody just knows that you're an ally. Like, everyone knows that. So Instantly. Yeah. But, and so, like, what are the things that, like, uh, you know, what do we call us? Just a cisgendered, straight person, I guess, right? What can yeah, we, we're just what what can we do to be allies? Because like I, I'm finding that there are little things like I fly a pride flag and I actually still haven't taken mine down. And uh, um I love that. I know because I was like, should I take it down? But I I I just kinda like it. And so um, you know, I think there's that. Heather, you brought all of the staff pins, um, little rainbow flag pins, and that was really fun during um Pride Month for everybody to just show their pride. Um, Elsha actually texted me the other day and she said, mom, you need to change your pronouns, um, or post your pronouns in your Instagram profile. And I was like, okay, like, sure, I'll do that. And I was like, but why? And she said, well, because it's like a really important way that you can signify that you're an ally. Because I, I was thinking more okay. like, well, there's no confusion oh. that I'm a she, her, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. She, and I had been told by someone that like, you only post your pronouns if it's important to you. And I thought, well, I'm not going to steal that from someone it's really important to. But right. That makes sense too now that it's, but it also it, is a sign that, a like, it's a rainbow sign. flag. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. I'm going to put my pronouns. I want to, too. Yeah. And I'm going to be Heather Heathers. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. But, like, so what are some other things <laughs> that we can do um, to, you know, show that we are allies that you guys can think of? I don't. No, off the top of my head. I mean, I think you guys just do such a great job, especially with your place of business. It is so welcoming. I think any person that walks in there just feels instantly supported, loved by who they are. It does not matter. And just from the business standpoint. Doesn't you know, matter their gender, yeah, their sexuality, like, their, their identity. Their, you uh, guys feel it, you've created such a safe place in your, in your business that it's, it's amazing. So I, I don't know. I mean, you guys are all doing you know, changing your pronouns, flying a pride flag. It's just small, simple things yeah, that easy, can right? make such a big difference. Because, Dre, someone in your neighborhood could be struggling coming out to their parents or something and knowing that, like, this, the world out there isn't as scary as maybe I'm led to believe, right? Yep, so, right. like, that's what I love. Like, I love thinking any kid in our neighborhood that rides their bike past our house or drives past our house, because we have a high school down the street from us, so we get high school traffic. And I'm just like, you know what? I remember feeling, knowing what it felt like to be in high school. And I, I would have loved to see a pride flag. Because obviously I learned what it meant by then. And I almost was aching for those signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love that. And I, I remember even just like being on airplanes and knowing that someone was gay or lesbian and just being like, I want to sit by them. I want to like, I'm drawn to them just because. They I'm, felt safe. And it safe. Felt, they are safe. They're it, your community. You recognize you know? someone who's like you and you want to be around them or surround yourself with that. So I just, 
I love how our world is just becoming so, I mean, it's just changed so much since I've even been in high school and I just can't wait for how much it's going to continue to change. Continue to change. And yeah. I love it. I just think so. We're evolving. We're yeah, evolving as a species and for what we didn't do for ourselves, we're doing for our children, yeah. you know? And that's what I would say too, is like probably it, it starts at home, right? Like it in, just in our own homes with our kids and, um, and, and with the people that we associate with our friends and family and extended family and all of that. And it's like, you know, being able to have those conversations. And, um, I, the other day, my stepmom asked Elsha about her girlfriend and it was like a really big deal to her. Like yeah. she was like totally happy and excited that it was at least acknowledged, you know? Yes. And, and how big for her. Yeah. yeah. To talk about it that's, because- that's, a, that's growth on, on, both ends, well, you know? exactly. honestly, too, sorry, just one thing that's like super detrimental, I think, to anyone struggling or part of the gay community is that it, it, it doesn't, it's in secret, right? So mm-hmm. those, even just conversations like that, like, how's your girlfriend? To be able for Elsha to say, oh, she's great, this, 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 this and that is so big because she's talking about her. It's not this secret Thing that like she has shameful, to hold, yeah, like, that she has to hold in. So. How's your birthmark on your butt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I think that's Not so important. Not just a minute. <laughs> that's a pretty fair analogy. That is. That's great. Uh, but, no, that's, I love hearing that. And I bet that is great for Elsha to say she's great or, you know, just be, to be able to acknowledge it. Yeah. For sure. And speaking of evolution, have you considered... Did you ever consider that you would have a gay son or daughter when you got married the first time? No, it never even was it occurred even to on me. The, was it even on the menu? No, no. And, and it, was it a big deal to you when Elsa came out 20 years later, you know? Yeah, it actually was. And it, it, what's hard is that, I mean, I'm going to reveal a little bit of myself here, and it's not something I'm proud of, but, like, when she first told me, um, I mean, a few years ago that she had a crush on a girl – like it, that, I kind of like dismissed it. I was like, oh, Elsha, like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I figured it was, I don't know. I thought it was maybe a phase or that like it was a trend or something. I don't know. I think just my programming is um, deep and real. <laughs> and even though I'm like, you know, I have zero issue with anybody being gay like I have plenty of gay friends and love and support any lifestyle that you know anybody wants to live or any anybody's true feelings about who they are um but it was I don't know why it was I I really dismissed it and um so when she came out to me officially when she said I am dating this girl um it was a big deal because I I just felt bad that I hadn't really listened before, you know? Yeah. And. But how cool that she could say that yeah. as a 16, 17 year old. Yeah. You know? I would have never, you guys, oh my gosh, I was 24. Yeah. Like, yeah. So even just 16 year old saying that I would have loved to say that. Cause I, I would have loved to go back and be like, I have a crush on this person yeah. at 15. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, hopefully we are all evolving and, you know, maybe I wasn't the most supportive. I should have listened to her more, you know, when she was 14, 15, but I listened when she was 17. So I, and you're, I mean, and there are people that are coming out to their parents at 
70 years old. You know what I mean? Right. So there's no timeline. There isn't. Every, everything I think is and on its own schedule, yeah, right? Everyone and has like, their own path. If there's, you were to, no, there's no textbook like you failed if you're past this age or you, you're not good. You know, it is the individual completely. Yeah. And I, I, I would like you to speak on this because I'm obviously not an expert, but I would assume that like I would speak to anyone who would listen to this that is has thinks they're gay but isn't out and doesn't want to come out that the community is still there for you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're not going to force you or shame you into coming out. Right. Like, is there a community there for those that are, that don't want to come out, that don't want to walk inside, that are, that don't want to disrupt what life they might be living, but still want to be prideful of who they were born to be. You know what I mean? What would you say to them? Gosh, I don't know. I think just even just knowing that people are out there happy and prideful gives them hope. And maybe for whatever reason, they don't want to come out or can't come out, you know, but it's kind of crazy as Ben and I, we have this small little, little Instagram that isn't very big, but we get some attention from people that we don't know. Obviously people that don't follow us. It's but, called Adventure Mates, but there's no vowels. So it's the Russian adventure. Adventure Mates. The full word adventure was taken, so we had to make do, and now it's become quite our it's little brand. With at A D V N T R M T E S. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just had so many messages of people, obviously growing up in Utah, that maybe are married now, that have a family, and they just have messages saying, wow seeing you guys so happy. I never thought this was possible 10 years ago. And maybe if I did know that this was possible, I wouldn't have gone down the road. I am and not saying that they're not happy now, but just giving them that hope that like this can happen. And it still could happen for anyone that is maybe still on the fence or struggling, but coming out is such a personal thing. I would never shame anyone. I would never force anyone. I would never think anything less of anyone if they were gay, but still in the closet. And I even hate the word in the closet. Yeah. It's, it's such a negative thing for me, but I, if they weren't ready to celebrate that part of their identity. Yeah. There's no, there's no hindrance with that. There's no, I don't judge. I have nothing but love. There's a community community, of love and acceptance. It's just basically that it's what it is. It's not like it's a a group that meets every Thursday at 7 PM. It's just a love Mm -hmm. community that exists with you two, that exists with, I hope within me. Absolutely. And I think just being, you know, just and that's love. what pride kind of is. It pride is, is yeah. It's not it's synonymous with acceptance. It is of self. You know, if you accept yourself, you have pride in who you are. Like the reason I stand through every the stuff every day is because I'm not. I don't have a lot of pride. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as you see, like you know what I'm saying, it's just self acceptance. And I want to say to anyone that doesn't want to come out, like you can reach out to the community, and we're not going to come by your house at night and, and fork your lawn with pride flags. You know right. what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no pressure. It's acceptance. It's acceptance of who you are, where you are and who you are in this exact moment. And it's from a place of kindness mm-hmm. and love and, and growth. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at, I've been out 10 plus years and I've been married to Ben going on four years now. And this is the first time we've actually celebrated pride. being gay. So it's kind of like we were in a sense, there is and no right now. And what's it. crazy, too, is, like, we have to constantly come out every day. I mean, people at my work will be like, see, I have a wedding ring, or know that I, like, ask me if I have a kid, and I'll be like, oh, maybe, you know, hopefully one on the way, and like, oh, what does your wife do? And I constantly always have to be like, oh, I'm actually married to a man, or 
my husband does this or something. And I've never been, it's nothing ever, like they, they receive me with love, like, oh, you know, but it's kind of crazy. You never stop coming out. That's a beautiful way to say it. And the more prideful this year I have felt, I am proud now because it used to stress me out. It used to be like, oh, I, you know, you could start talking with someone and you know, it's kind of leading to a marriage or like, it's going to lead to a question about my wife. Sure. And so I would end it or like, be like, okay, you know, walk away. just say it's me? It's Make me. I, I'm married simple. to Heather Gay. <laughs> now you're too famous. I used to use you. Well, so you bring up something interesting, and Heather, I want to ask you, um, because, so coming out, like how you said that like you're con- kind of constantly coming out, mm-hmm. Heather, have, can you relate to that a little bit as far as like with divorce? Because I know like for me, j- just the other day up at the kids' school, I, I was really careful about my words because I was going up and doing registration and then Brady was going to bring the kids up for meet and greet. And I, I said, yeah, the, my boys are going to come up with their dad because I didn't want to, I felt, I didn't want to say my ex-husband, you know, kind of like yeah. how you said, Heather, that's like yeah. sometimes hard to say that. And then, and then of course the question came, Oh, um, so what's your husband's name? And I didn't correct her because I felt uncomfortable, but like, do, have you experienced that? Like, is that still a thing yeah, for you? Yeah, I, I experience it every day. I almost had a meltdown when they say, when I fill out all the registration forms for the first day of school, and they're like, live with mother, father, both. You know, why does it oh, matter? Yeah. Why does yeah. it matter? They have a home. They're being fed. Don't make me declare. And I understand why they do it. I don't, I'm, but I just think that I'm constantly, being not only of- like, like having to say the girl's dad or um, their dad will be bringing them. But I use that kind of like pronoun neutral because mm-hmm. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. And it's uncomfortable for me to say ex-husband. It feels it's negative. The term ex is pejorative. Totally. The term, you know what I mean? So there's yes. no way to say it like, so I sometimes will say former or the girl's dad. And that's just because language is important to me and it affects how I think about myself and the world. And so I'm uncomfortable with having married a man and had three children with him that is no longer raising those children with me. And that is something personal to me that I'm learning to have self-acceptance. And the last two years have been huge, like, you know, leap year years for me, but I'm still working through it, you know? And if there were a, and also then you have the added layer of coming out of, leaving the church, you know, and how do I, how do I respond? Like the other day I said to someone, you know, someone heard that I was ex Mormon and they said this and like the person didn't even let me finish. They said, but you still believe you still believe. (laughs) And instead of saying, Oh, actually it's the opposite. I still act like a Mormon, but I don't believe. I just said, I just said, well, yeah, that's not the point. Like I couldn't even say, no, I don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was basically saying like, you're not Mormon because you don't fit the mold because you're a little bit wild and you're not married, but you still you believe still in believe. it. If it worked out for you, you would have been a star, you know, and I just, I, you don't correct them. So I do believe it's a constant process and that's yeah. important for us to like hone our skills, right? Yeah. Sharpen the knife. Well, that's what I felt like this past year I've done is now I like those don't stress me out. Like, Oh yeah. Like, are you married? What does your wife do? Oh, it's actually my husband. And he does, you know, this, this, that. Mm-hmm. Like, if he doesn't I'm, do a lot, I'll tell you, that is a lazy, lazy kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh, sweet Ben. Ben, right. he's a hardworking little mole. I, I hope, I hope this puts a smile on his face. Yes. I can't wait. Let's Shout tag him in. Shout, Shout out, out to Ben. Shout out to Ben. 
We're saying adventure mates without any vowels. Love that. That's right. Except at the end, the mates. Yeah. Okay. The adventure word. The first two syllables. <laughs> but no, yeah. So now I just feel like it's really, it gets more comfortable. And it's not saying like I'm now at my max level of pride. I think it will continue, continue to grow. Yeah. And I think once we start to bear children and that would just even be more great to have those experiences to where, you know, those forms will say live with mom or dad and we'll be, hopefully by that time it will say dad, yeah. dad, mom, yeah. dad. or, you know, and you I don't even know who the mom is. <laughs> live with other. All right. Other. Can I give a shout out to um, our favorite uh, drag queen? Yes, let's do it. So uh, Shane and I had drinks with Trixie Mattel and Shane expressed to me, which I had never heard Shane say this or it was really beautiful to me. Part of my pride. Yes, part of his pride You're journey right. had been a Trixie. Yeah. And tell a little bit about that. So RuPaul's Drag Race, one of the biggest reality TV shows in the world. Yes. You know, I steered clear from that, you guys, for like years. All my friends. Any, any draggy. Any drag. I just, I, and like if we go to like a club or something, there are drag queens. I'm just thinking, oh, no biggie. You know, like, eh, this isn't fun. I'm not gay like that. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, yes, exactly. Like, my my type of gay isn't that type of gay. You know, not saying one is the other is better. It's just, I just didn't allow myself to be like, this is, this is awesome. They are awesome. Yeah, anyway, go, girl. So probably <laughs> in the last couple of years, I, I will say Ben as well, but he'll hate that I say that. But we have become obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. And like, I know all the drag queens names and stuff. And I just love, and they, I just want to like, hug all of them for what they're doing. And one of the really like cool ones that I gravitated most was this one. Her name's Trixie Mattel. And so she is, oh, she yeah, is fabulous. And she messaged, or I guess not message, but was in Salt Lake for a layover. Well, I was, I wasn't thinking even about the get together. I was thinking oh, yeah. more about like, that you said I, I had, you made you confront your homophobia. Oh, I've yeah. never heard James say the word homophobia. Mm. And when he said it, I was like, Oh my gosh. I do know a lot of gay men that have a lot of internal oh, yeah. homophobia my, because they my, always say, I'm not gay like that, or I'm not into it. pride, or I'm not into drag queens, or I'm not into makeup. I just like burly men or, you know, yes. Paul Bunyan men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah, right? yeah, it was. Yeah, so... Yeah. We well, got to, we what out with Trixie and I know. Cool for both of them what a full circle pride. moment, you know, to be able to like have that person be someone that you, you know, felt gravitated toward and, yeah, you know, to kind absolutely. of open you up to that and then to be able to meet her. I guess she, she was not in drag when you guys met, which is why um, on our past podcast, podcast heather we referred to trixie as he uh, and she a few times yeah, and, and yeah. so when i mix when, up with pronouns because you know what i like to be insensitive i think it keeps, gives people a reason to hate me but when she's in <laughs> drag we we say she and when yeah. he's not in drag then we say he so Absolutely. yeah like yeah. It's, it's it's drag mm-hmm. yeah but also we met him as a he but he also referred to himself as trixie yeah, but Trixie is genderless. That's me. true. Yes, totally, yeah. totally. And Trixie is just fabulous. name, it's genderless. I, yeah. Like, Trixie's music, ugh, just, I love, so love, great. love, love. It's- and P.S., I bought four tickets. Uh, we, it was pretty sold out, but I got row K, I think, orchestra, right? So we're all four going. <gasps> Adventure Mates coming with us. Yes! And that's our, she's no, coming March 22nd to the Echo Center Oh my gosh. Theater, and we have tickets. We have tickets, and I'm hoping for a backstage VIP yes, pass. Trixie, hook it up. <laughs> hook it up. Hook us up, Trixie. I'll call you whatever pronoun you want, sweetheart. 
I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. Well, do you guys have a little bit more time or do we need to wrap it up? I think we need to wrap it up because this, this country is a call-in. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't reveal. It's in the agenda. Yes, yes. Um, but you, you know how we end our podcast? How? Shane? Well, if you listen to this, you know. I hope you don't embarrass First of all, let me just say, you guys, thank you so much for calling in. I've been so lonely. Dialing it in. Yeah, phoning it in. Yes. You're a caller number six. I I miss you guys so much, and I can't wait for you to get back. Um, But I'm excited for your adventure and happy that you're having a little R&R, some time away from the old balls and chains that normally are (laughs) (laughs) tethering you you to this life. But, um, and thank you for sharing just your year of pride, Shane. Like, it's so awesome. I'm I'm proud of you. Thanks for giving me an opportunity. I'm proud. too. I'm proud of you, too. Thank you. I I'm proud you of you, Dre, as yeah. a mom of a newly coming out daughter who's made the transition not only beautiful, but celebrated. And Absolutely. you've done it so seamlessly Aww. that we don't even acknowledge it. Thank yeah. you. And so that, is, that itself is progress. And I even remember thinking when, I think it was a post or something, either by you, Dre, about Elsha, that I didn't know. And I just remember thinking how lucky Elsha is yep. to have you as a mom. Aww, that thank was, you. Like, how great for her, but, like, how lucky is she as well to have Dre, Rob, 1111, be her mom? (laughs) And honestly, how lucky are we to have Dre, Rob, 1111, be our friend? You make the world a better place, girl. You guys, I love you both so much. She, her. She, her. Well, I love you guys. And I just have have a wonderful trip and get back here soon so we can in-person adventures. That's and right. for everyone out there struggling with becoming who they believe they might be born to be, remember that the lab loves you. And also, life is short. By the, the lips. lips. Okay, I knew that because you made me think like it was like <laughs> I, I like to make you feel no, insecure. No, listen, I thought it was like I had to do something. And I was trying to think of like, wait, what past guests do they have to like do a jingle or something? But I know. Because I know. I know. The, li- I, know. I know the lab loves you. Let's, let's, say, let's say it right. Okay, the lab, okay. remember the lab loves you. And By the lips. Wait, no. wait, you say it first. Shane. <laughs> oh. Okay. Hey, remember the lab Okay, remember the lab loves you. And life is short. Bye, Bye the, the lips. lips. Love you guys. Love you, Dre. Love you, Dre. Woo.